0: Here we are, the first episode of Laugh It Off with Alex, and I'm your host, Alex. As someone who has spent a lot of time working on themselves over the years, I wanted to start this podcast to spread a bit of love, give genuine advice, and help remind you all to laugh along the way. Life can be tough, but if we can laugh about it, it's just that little bit easier. I'm an educator, comedian, and most importantly, I'm here to help. Now, I don't know if you have noticed the pandemic going on. I'm talking about COVID-19, which is the worst name for a virus, right? When I first heard it, I thought it was another one of Elon Musk's children. So I'm currently on a detox from the news because it was like watching a horror movie several times a day. And let me tell you, listeners, ignorance is bliss. It's not just a saying. I'll just keep following the rules and smelling my own breath in my mask, and you can all tell me when the pandemic's over. Had a bit of a scare this week. Um, My laptop got a virus. I don't know if it's the virus, but I am socially distanced just in case. The good news is that gonorrhea cases are dropping. I'm not on the market myself, but pandemic dating sounds kind of amazing to me. A Zoom date that is restricted to 40 minutes with the free version. <laughs> Perfect! No more fake emergency calls or texts necessary. Like looking at your phone like, oh my god, um, my best friend's cat was just murdered and they think it's terminal. Dating must take such less prep. Like the only requirement is to be awake. And if you don't wash off your makeup from the night before, then you are date ready in the a.m. So you literally just need to sleep in something that looks like normal daytime clothing. And also, you know, keep a bottle of wine next to the bed so you're always ready for drinks. You are good to go. Plus, if you don't actually want to meet up with someone in person, just just cough in a voice note or on FaceTime or whatever, and trust me, they are going to cancel. However, dating old men and women is kind of out of the question. Like, they are too high risk and they can't use Zoom despite being shown twice that day. Tinder usage went up by 52% globally in April 2020. So one month into the quarantine and half the world was like, I can't be by myself. Sexting rates must be through the roof. I heard the internet actually got pregnant from all the dick pics being sent in the last year. I know. What a slut. So there you have it. My guide to dating in a pandemic. You're welcome. Each episode, my guest and I will have a chat, dish out some advice to our callers, have a bit of a laugh and also play a game together. My guest today is the wonderful, fabulous Victoria Shortley. Arguably one of the nicest people I've met also hilarious. Here is Victoria. Shortly, Victoria. Hiya, you're right. I am very, very well. Thank you so much for joining me. Oh, it's my pleasure. My pleasure. So, Victoria and I, we met in the comedy world. Um, Victoria, how would you describe our friendship? Well, it's it's
1: kind of a new friendship. I would say it's like a little duckling of a friendship. And I'm hoping it will grow into a beautiful swan of a friendship. However, depending on how this podcast goes, it may just remain an ugly duckling. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens.
0: First podcast, no pressure. Um, (laughs) So what advice would you give me for the podcast? I would say probably
1: just tell the truth. You're always telling the truth to me. That's why I'm on this show. I'm too scared. <laughs> I'm not scary.
0: I'm not scary No, anymore. she's
1: not. She's not. Okay. She and... told me to say that or she'd beat me up. But this... <laughs>
0: <laughs> what should my audience know about you before they take any advice from you? About
1: me? Just that I'm very confident in my advice giving. I give it even when people don't want it. So luckily, that's why I'm on this show, because people do actually want it.
0: Well, we'll see. Um, Has anyone anyone ever told you that you're good at giving advice?
1: Thousands of people. Thousands.
0: Really? Yeah. All right. Well, I guess it's time (laughs) to find out. Let's listen to this week's problem voicemail.
2: Hi, if it's okay, I'd like to remain anonymous. Basically, I have this friend who is behaving a little bit crazy at the moment, and I don't really know what to do. She recently got dumped by a boyfriend. They were together for about three years. He was a bit of a tool, to be honest, but my friend has been struggling with the breakup. Another of our friends suggested she starts online dating, and she has, but it isn't quite what I would call dating. Um, She's been having a string of drunken one night stands, which I'm not judging her for, but we are in a pandemic and it just isn't safe. I mean, I'm a Almost 100% sure she there is no social distancing or mask during these hookups. She said she's on the rebound, which I'm cool with, but hello, remember COVID? I've told her I think it's dangerous and irresponsible, and now she isn't speaking to me. What do I do? Do I call the police? Do I call her mum? How can I protect my friend from herself? And um, any ideas would be much appreciated. Thank you. Ah, oh, we've all
0: been in love with an idiot, right? Maybe a few idiots. Mm hmm, I'm hearing that. What is the worst thing you've done post-breakup, Victoria? Well,
1: to be honest, you're expecting me to say something like I keyed someone's car or something. I'm actually quite pleasant during breakups, but there was this one time where I was living with a guy and we broke up, but he was kind enough to let me stay in the the property until I found somewhere else. And I thought, I know what what I'm going to do. I know what will show him. So I thought I'm just going to delete his number. I thought, way. Um, so it was really awkward deleting his number, thinking oh, I got one up on you, and then coming down and seeing him in the morning and being like, "Morning!" And I said to my friend, "Like, yeah, I've even deleted his number, everything." And she was like, "But you're still living with him. What's the point?" And I was like, "Yeah,
0: but it just made me feel better at the time." So, <laughs> wow. Now I'm thinking which breakup catastrophe do I want to disclose at this point I mean there's the time I refused a breakup the time I stalked <laughs> someone there's the time I took a stranger on holiday the time I left an angry voicemail on the family home voicemail wow. uh, I've got a bit too many to choose from and wow yours- it
1: sounds it
0: yeah, you know, I was young. I'm going to say I was young. Yeah, uh, I was a bit lost. You know, I, I don't I didn't take breakups well when I was younger. No, it, it sounds like you went through quite a few as well. Uh, some of them were kind of linked to the same person, but uh, mine too. <laughs> Let's just say there's en- there was enough. There was enough breakups.
1: Yeah, I think I can I can really sympathise with the caller on wanting to do something to get over this breakup because I think sometimes we forget. How daft we've all been,
0: yeah, and a oh, heartbreak can hurt so bad, you know oh, it really can. can, but that's how you know it was worth it, yep, if you wasted and... all that time and didn't feel a thing, what was the point in the relationship in the first place, exactly, and there's so much to learn, so much to learn from those relationships that didn't work out, yeah, definitely <laughs> my my first thought, my dear anonymous caller is have compassion for your friend. I mean, as you said, she is clearly going through something right now. And the other thing I want to mention is that you clearly care about your friend a lot. And I can see that you're trying to be a good friend. Victoria, what are your initial thoughts?
1: Well, you know, I feel that the friend is obviously searching for some some love, basically, and she's just going about it the wrong way. That's all. She obviously feels rejected and she's trying to do what she can to to make herself feel good again. Because, you know, when a relationship ends, it is hard. And unfortunately, your friend is just going around it the wrong way. And, you know, I think you're just going to have to be there for, for her when she does come to you and, and, and seeks further advice. Because she will wake up. She will wake up and realise.
0: I agree. Um, Victoria, would you call the police on me if I went on a drunken, horny COVID rampage? Um, I think I might've done
1: that once before COVID. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Um, I don't think I would. Um, but if I'm, if I've got a good relationship with, with my friend's mum, I might just have a little chat with her, um, you know, just to share my concerns. But I, I think calling the police on, on a friend, it could be quite detrimental for your future friendship. I mean, yes, COVID is here and and we all need to be careful. Um, but a lifelong friendship, I wouldn't want to sacrifice. But I can understand yeah. her worries.
0: In the interest of my curious brain, I uh, I did speak to a police officer about this issue to find out if this is considered criminal activity. Was this when he- you were in custody? <laughs> oh, can you stop it? <laughs> <laughs> um, he... Now, of course, thinks that it's me on the heartbroken, horny hunt, but he did say if this behaviour was reported, they would speak with the accused, and if there was evidence of breaking lockdown rules, there would be fines issued.
1: Hmm, dear.
0: So, you know, uh, you really need to think if you're going to call the police on your friend. I also really, really wish I could be a fly on the wall from where this anonymous person asks her friend if they're wearing masks on a one night stand.
1: Well, I'm, I'm sure even before COVID, I'm sure I've worn a few masks during some one <laughs> night stands.
0: <laughs> Different type of mask. Oh, Moving dear, swiftly sorry. on. Moving <laughs> swiftly on. In answer to your question, Anonymous, um, you sort of can't protect your friend from herself and in the ways you suggested such as contacting her mum or the police I think you are crossing a boundary that you just won't easily be able to come back from in terms of your friendship I think your friend feels judged by your concern and that's why she's not speaking to you at the moment um what are your final thoughts Victoria
1: I just think yeah I you know the friend uh, obviously is searching for something and yeah she does probably feel hurt that you're well-meaning is coming across in the wrong way. I just think let your friend know that you're there for her, but, you know, you cannot condone that side of it. You know, you've got relatives, she's got relatives. I think just make that clear,
0: but that you are always there for her. Yeah, just because you're heartbroken doesn't mean there isn't still a global pandemic and we all need to be doing a bit. I think my final thoughts, um, I would... Put a text together, something like, Hi, horny Helen. Um, I'm sorry if I upset you the other day. I know you're going through it with this breakup, and I'm here to support. My intentions weren't to upset you, but to prevent you from getting sick or making someone else sick. Happy to talk when you are love anonymous. Also, I think I need to prescribe you some self-care because this has obviously been very stressful for you, and you need to look after yourself too. We all do. Have a nice bath, do some exercise, do some sexual
1: exercise just to make that clear
0: hey it's self-care so
1: oh okay yeah all for self-care all for self-care
0: and um remind yourself that you can't control others all you can do is voice your opinion be supportive and let other people make their own choices well said well said do you have any sort of post-breakup rituals or routines
1: I take all the pictures down. Oh, yeah, that's got it. That's got to be Um enough. I delete the number. I'm very good at deleting the number or trying to block the number. Oh, and then, yeah, that's a good one. You know, um, but that's more out of anger. And then I'm like, oh, I wish I hadn't now because I really want to know if they're going to text me. Oh. Like, how am I going to know that they're going to beg me to go back to them if I've blocked their number?
0: Are you a Facebook or Instagram stalker as well? Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah. You've got a new girl who
1: Yeah, who are they dating? Now, what are they like? What pictures are they putting on? Why is their life so much better than mine? Oh,
0: we just can't, though. We can't, yeah. Do it. It's
1: self-torture, it's
0: self-torture compare and despair. It is compare and despair yeah, yeah.
1: 100%. Don't do it's it, not Don't healthy. Do it.
0: And we never learn, we still do it every time. Breakups are hard, it's a loss. Mm. Um, I used to read this amazing book. It's called What Was It Called? Oh, yeah, it's called. It's called a breakup because it's broken, life-changing. So I highly recommend to any of our broken hearts out there. Yeah. And I think if you're meant to be, you're meant to be.
1: And you've just, if it doesn't work out, that's because there's someone else out there and you've just got to find them
0: in the correct manner. In the correct manner where we aren't breaking regulations. Yes, exactly. And putting other people's lives at risk. Exactly. Yep. Do it
1: in the right way and you will
0: find love. Yeah. So, Victoria, have you brought a game to play today? I have
1: indeed. One truth and two lies.
0: All right, hit me with it then. Tell okay. me more. Okay. So,
1: I'm going to I'm going to say three statements and you are hmm. going to have to guess which one is true, two are lies. This will prove how well you know me. Statement number 1, I've been engaged three times. Okay. Statement number 2, when I was young, I used to get pleasure from climbing the garden pole <laughs> okay <laughs> and free. i used to own a market stall
0: oh my god i mean can i ask questions yeah go for it okay so what was the market stall
1: the market stall was like brick and brack like um uh washing line pegs and like Screws and just like general sort of brick and brack hardware.
0: And how much did it cost to rent out the market store? It cost varies because there's several
1: around here. We've got several market towns around here, so the Saxmundham market, Beckles market. Yeah, I can't remember now. It was so many years ago. Okay.
0: How much money did you make on the market store?
1: Well it could vary really, depending on how busy it was. It could be. 150 200 a week maybe
0: what were the three engagement rings like
1: two were quite tacky and one was an expensive engagement ring
0: were these engagements to the same person or different people
1: oh different people
0: hmm how long did each engagement last some were quite short I think the longest
1: engagement was one year why did they all end um a combination of things really you know sometimes you just realize that isn't the person you want to be with and they felt okay. the same about me on some of the, on a couple of the engagements.
0: <laughs> what were the What were the proposals like?
1: One was very romantic, because um, we'd gone away to Paris for the weekend. The other was in just a local restaurant, and the other was no, I think both of them, two of them were in local restaurants. Did
0: the people in the restaurant clap? They
1: did indeed.
0: Oh, and, that's and one cool. of them, and one of them even
1: got me a cake. Was oh beautiful. wow! It was beautiful.
0: All right, but what is a garden pole?
1: The garden pole is the like the washing line pole you can get in your gardens, and the like the washing line goes from one pole to the other, like along across the garden. So it's like a metal pole.
0: Oh yeah. my God! Okay, I this is really hard. You seem to know a lot about these market stalls. <laughs> I don't know I don't think you've been engaged three times why not Don't you think no one would propose <laughs> to me? <laughs> you seem like someone who wouldn't get engaged three times I don't oh, know fair enough it's a compliment I think
1: yeah in no, my I mind in my mind that. it's a compliment I'll take it as a compliment yeah
0: I think I'm gonna go for the market store you think that's the truth yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Which one is it?
1: When I was young, I used to get pleasure from climbing the garden pole.
0: Oh, my God. When you say younger, like that kind of scares me. Like how young?
1: I was quite young. I was, I think it was like eight, nine, sort of ten ish. And I would just remember my, I used to go, I didn't know. I just used to love climbing this pole. And you'd oh get to a God. certain point and I'd keep climbing it. And I just remember my mum and sister suddenly twigging on why I liked climbing the pole so much. Like I didn't like understand, you know, I just yeah, like man. this. I know, I feel nice. you. And I did like, every,
0: some weird shit too. And
1: every time I got near that <laughs> pole, they'd come to the garden door and be like, get away from that pole and I couldn't (laughs) understand it and I was like why I love the garden pole (laughs) and um and when you're in school and that sometimes they'd ask you to like draw what you did at the weekend and when when my mum was moving house I found this drawing that I drew of a pole and me climbing up it saying this weekend I
0: climbed the garden pole oh my god (laughs) yeah Oh, shit. You really did love that poll. I loved that poll. (laughs) <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, you got me there because you seem to know loads about this market store.
1: We do have a lot of markets around here, to be fair.
0: Wow. Okay. All right. So I've done two truths and one lie.
1: Oh, dear. Okay. So you, I've got a guess for lie. Yeah? Yes. Okay.
0: My first one is that I've burned a house down. Right. My second one is I hate cotton wool. And my third one is I got kicked out of a Britney Spears concert.
1: Oh, they all sound true to be honest. <laughs>
0: Two of them are truths, and one of them is. a And one of them's
1: like, okay, so um, with the house that you burnt yeah. down, was it a allegedly. Deliber- allegedly? Was it a deliberate attempt to burn it down?
0: No. Well, it depends. It depends who you ask in my family, but
1: oh, okay.
0: I'm going to go with no. It was okay. not deliberate.
1: And it was a family home?
0: It was my uncle's house. Your
1: uncle's house. And how old yeah. were
0: you? Um, About 12 or 13.
1: About 12 or 13. Okay. And so some of your family believe it was deliberate.
0: <laughs> um, the fire department... <laughs> fire department could not conclusively say that it was me. Oh, okay. So it's, it's all very circumstantial, strong circumstantial evidence that it was me that burned the house down.
1: Okay, and, and so did they know how the fire started?
0: Well, they knew where the fire started and I had happened to have made a campfire in a very simple...
1: <laughs> physician. Where did you light this campfire?
0: So basically I was visiting my family in the States and my uncle and my aunt actually live opposite each other on the same street. Okay. I was up you know late partying we used to hang out on the driveway like and um. When you were 12 you were okay (laughs) and then everyone slowly slowly went to bed and it was just me and this other guy how old was this guy like 14 i think okay and it started to get cold so we made campfire in the house no on the driveway okay and then i put the campfire in the wheelie bin put the hose in the wheelie bin because i'm not dumb i went to bed and then next thing i know i was being woken up and the house was on fire
1: Oh, so it started from the wheelie bin outside and worked its way in.
0: The fire department could not conclude that it was definitely from the wheelie bin.
1: Okay, and when you say you put the hose in, do you mean you actually sprayed water, or did you just get a hose and chuck it in the bin as well?
0: Yeah, I didn't understand how a hose works.
1: <laughs> okay, okay. No, I
0: put water. I put water in the. Okay,
1: okay. Like, just wanted to be clear. Puts out fire. And this aunt and uncle were they married and lived on the? Opposite side of the No, street. they're brother and
0: sister. Oh, brother and sister.
1: <laughs> I was like, this is weird. Okay, okay. So with cotton wool, it was you don't like cotton wool. No. Why do you not like cotton wool? It's like a cloud.
0: It's not like a cloud. It's like touching something that makes me want to die. Why? It's like I can't floss. stand it. Oh. <gasps> Yeah, I also can't eat candy floss because it's like putting cotton wool in your mouth, yeah. Oh, wow. It's horrible. I absolutely, I can't stand it.
1: Oh, okay. And the last one was you got kicked out of a Britney Spears concert.
0: Yes, ma'am.
1: So, what year was that?
0: that? I don't actually know the year, but it was the... Off time I went to Las Vegas so okay. so it was
1: when she was doing her one of her residencies her res- residency
0: yeah. okay yeah. okay so why did they kick you out because I kept leaving my section and running to the front and like basically just like screaming at Brittany because I loved her and I was oh. like Brenda. Oh. Really, Oh and then like the security kept like bringing me back to my area and they kept telling my yeah. friends like you need to tell her to stop or she's gonna be removed from the concert and i'm just like okay and then i just run straight back to the front again
1: oh wow you little rebel okay I'm gonna take a punt here. I'm gonna say the truth is the cotton wool.
0: So there's two truths and one. Oh lot. yeah. Okay. Cotton wool.
1: Two truths. Okay, so the cotton wool one. I'm gonna go Britney Spears.
0: Well, I'm sorry to tell you that you are incorrect. Ah, uh, it's the house, isn't it? You definitely said that. Burned house on fire, the house. Yeah. Burn the house down. Allegedly. Yeah. And also, yeah, I hate cotton wool, but I I they threatened to kick me out of the Britney Spears concert. But
1: though. you never got kicked. Oh, okay. No. Okay. On honestly any one of those would have been true in my opinion as soon as you said them i was like yeah she's done them all
0: well they were very yeah it was very close to all of them being true <laughs> yeah <laughs> wow well that was fun that was fun i well, enjoyed fun. that Ooh! before i forget in these early days of the podcast i'm really playing a numbers game please please click the subscribe button on whichever platform you're streaming from Also, please leave a five-star review on iTunes. That's where all the big stats come from. And leave your social media handle in the review. And the nicest review is going to win £100 of Amazon Voucher. Ooh, Voucher. It will take two seconds, I promise. What have we learned today? We have learned that people are still copulating during COVID-19. We can't control other people's behaviour. That's a huge lesson to learn. We've learned that safe sex has a completely new meaning. And we've learned that Victoria wears her mask at all times, even in the bedroom. Safety first, always safety first. And I wash my hands for 20 seconds. You can't be too safe. Thank you, Victoria, for joining me today. How was it for you? Well, I've asked
1: this question a few times and the response I normally get when I ask that is mind-blowing. So, I'm going to say it was mind-blowing and you'll be pleased to know I do think we're heading towards a swan friendship. Oh, I'm so
0: glad. I was really worried. I could tell. <laughs> Victoria, if people want to find you, where can they check you out? They can check me out on Facebook
1: at Shortly Victoria on Twitter at V shortly or on Instagram at Victoria E shortly and that shortly spell L E Y. Don't forget the E. Don't
0: forget the E. The letter. And of course. The letter. We're talking about the letter and listeners at home do you have any advice for this caller if you do let us know hit us up on laugh it off pod on instagram twitter and of course you can call us on 0151 528 7888 have a fabulous day everyone let's speak soon and thank you for joining me love alex